What's up and welcome to this edition of Viking Vibes, the St. Joseph by the Sea High School Experience, an exclusive podcast and web series dedicated to all things St. Joseph by the Sea High School. Today we are joined by two guests, two key players in the St. Joseph by the Sea family. We have Miss Lauren Prospero, the Director of Guidance over at St. Joe's, and Miss Alexis Petrozelli, the Director of College Placement. So guys, how are you? We're good, good. How are you? Thank you good. for having us today. Thank you for being here. So as this is uh, something unique to St. Joe's, uh, it's the only high school in the region doing this. There's a unique partnership with the Advance as well. We're here in SI Live Studios. Uh, and basically the intention of the podcast and the video series is to just give people on the outside an inside look at what goes on day to day that we can't always explain and describe. So we try and bring in experts, bring in some faculty, bring in some sports people. We've had some great guests. So we're looking forward to talking a little bit today about college placement, college advisement, and really how you guys in your department hold the hand of students from the day they enter school all the way until you usher them out into some of the most prestigious colleges and universities in the nation. Before we talk about that, let's hear a little bit about your background. So Alexis, tell us, I know you're a C grad, proud C grad. I am a C alumni, class of 2001. Which is the best class, why? Absolutely, because we, both we graduated. graduated together. Yep, That's why it's absolutely. the best class in C history. Yep. Yep, yep, but yep. talk a little bit more about your background. Okay, so I'm born and raised in Staten Island, went to college at St. John's, of course, after I graduated from St. Joseph by the Sea. Natural progression. Best high school. And I went to college at St. John's on Staten Island. I personally didn't have a desire to go away, so I was just happy staying local, Went there, got my bachelor's in communications, started working in the field a little bit, public relations. I saw that it wasn't for me, and I then went back to school uh, again at St. John's and received my master's in education. So at that point, I really didn't necessarily want to be a classroom teacher, so I just took a job at St. John's working in the college admissions office. Basically, my job was to travel to different high schools and talk about St. John's, our programs, review applications, things of that nature. After doing that for a while, I wanted a change, and an opening came at St. Joseph by the Sea, and Father Riley reached out, and he said, are you interested? And I said, yeah, sure, let's give it a try, and here I am, 13 years later. That's perfect. So just to highlight something you said in case someone missed it, didn't hear it or see it, you were actually on the other side of the fence. Yes. Meaning that exactly what people in the opposite position who are actually looking to recruit kids are looking for. Yes. So that must be a vital component of what you're doing. Day yeah, to day. it definitely gives me an insight as to what the schools are looking for and how they're looking at the students' applications, what actually really matters, what kind of doesn't really matter that much. So it's definitely good experience to be on the other side of the table for sure. Cool. We're going to come back and bother you in a second, but Lauren, let's get in there. What do we got? Tell us a little I, bit about your background. I was born and raised in Staten Island also. I went to St. John's University for college. I Big St. John's. Yes. Wow. That's a great school. My undergraduate degree was in secondary education with a concentration in English, so I can technically be an English teacher. Nice. I, I wouldn't in, advertise that if I were you. I know. Uh -oh. I shouldn't. I went on to my master's degree in school counseling at St. John's University. During graduate school, I worked two years in the student life office there. Nice. So that was a really exciting and fun job. After I graduated, I worked in the college admissions office also at St. John's University alongside like Alexis. So we did work together before we came to see. Uh, I worked there for a year, so I have a lot of experience traveling and going and recruiting, reading applications, seeing what's important also. And then this opening came for St. Joseph by the Sea, which I immediately jumped on, and I have been here ever since. 
And how many years have you been, Alexis? We are in season 13. Both of you? Yes, we started together. Season 13? Mm-hmm. That's awesome, season 13. I just want to point out something that's funny. Everyone who's been on this podcast all has masters, all had like, I'm the dumbest guy on the show. So it just, I think it's funny to point that out. But, <laughs> no, but I think you are this one of the smartest. I agree. Oh, that's too nice. But I don't have any cool letters. Or so what? You went to NYU. Mm-hmm. I think that counts for something. Yeah. Day one, students come in and freshmen. And a lot of high schools talk about what they do and their programs, their preparation. But- at sea, I know firsthand that literally from the moment a freshman walks in the door, you guys are already getting them involved, discussing, programming, and doing things to set them up for their big day when they're going to be applying to colleges. So whichever wants to jump in first, just talk about the beginning, the freshman year. What are kids going through? What are they experiencing? And how are you guys hands-on with them? I know it's a big transition. A lot of these students are coming from even some of the smaller grammar schools. We are one of the larger Catholic high schools on the island. So it definitely, I think, is a shock a little bit at first because some of these, again, some of these kids are coming from grammar schools that have one class per grade, two classes per grade. Plus SS. Hey. 40, 50 kids. (laughs) And we have a mix. We have a good mix. But I think even our public school students, it's still a smaller public school setting. So I think that could be a little bit overwhelming at first. So we recognize that. And we definitely want them to acclimate and feel comfortable. We reach out right from the beginning of getting involved, meeting with their counselors, and just welcoming them. That's also part of our Senior Brother, Senior Sister program. We have seniors who volunteer their time and they're in the homes with the students and they're really making them comfortable learning our programs, learning Canvas, which is a change for a lot of students. If they're not involved already with our prep program, it's definitely a transition for them. But we, again, hit the ground running, really wanting to make them feel comfortable and part of the Viking family. So we do that with partnerships with our guidance department, partnerships with our senior brothers and senior sisters. And we start giving them assignments right away also to, not necessarily written assignments, but just to start. Yeah, we're not talking homework. We're talking more guidance and and putting them on the right path. Just, you know, kind of figuring them, showing them getting involved, joining a club. We really advocate for that because we think it's, you know, C is a big enough school where I feel like everyone, there's like kind of a spot for everybody. You could be your sports kids. You can be your science kids. We have the archery. There's so many different avenues, there's the theater clubs, WSJS TV studio. So I think there really is a spot for everybody. So I think it's just about helping them find their niche, which we, and the rest of our guidance department, walk walk them through and make sure they know what's available. So just to welcome them. We always say that the freshman year lays the groundwork for the rest of the year. So it's important that we right away tell the students how important their grades are, that they should do well. We help them with study skills. We want to make sure that, as Alexa said, they get involved in everything and anything, try new things. And that only uh, not only allows them to have a great high school career, but then it sets the framework for applying to college in their senior year. They have good grades already. They've been involved. They've had a great four years, and now they're ready to move on to the next phase of their life. And also I think it's important because when we were there, we didn't have this, or if we did, I don't know. Being a freshman and just even thinking that way rather than being a sophomore or a junior or in some cases a senior, and then all of a sudden it's, oh, I got to go meet my counselor or, oh, I got to prep for college. Yeah. You're almost a day late and a dollar short. Just to interject there, we found when we arrived that it was just like, oh, it just matters what we do in junior year. And having been on the other side, mm-hmm. we're like, no, it actually starts freshman year. So right. we have parent meetings for each grade level and we go over, we do an overview of the year. So no, it doesn't only matter what you do junior year. Freshman year really matters. And we try and instill in the students, 
if you don't do well academically, it's hard mathematically to get that GPA up. So you right. really want to hit the ground running. Again, not everyone's going to be a 99 student, but you have to know that you need to put the work in. You need to develop, again, mm -hmm. the study skills. So that's really important for our kids that we want them to know right from the get-go that, yeah, we don't expect you to apply to college as a freshman, but start figuring out, right. hey, I'm really good at math or I'm really interested in, in sports in a way. Maybe I could be a physical therapist, something along those lines. You really have to start identifying your strengths and your weaknesses and where you want to potentially go from there. So it's just a building awareness for them. Yeah, just planting the seed in exactly. and of itself is, is good yeah, enough because like I said, when we were there, no one planted anything. Not that it was bad, no, no, but no. Yeah. we weren't thinking of college was, and freshman year. It was a year. very different time. Right. And that's what also why we have our college fair so early in October. That's something I want to talk about. So yeah. now you're going to be modest, but I've been there and seen how you guys operate and how you do this. So you guys put on this college fair and now you do it twice a year and it is attended. And I'm going to, if I exaggerate, correct me, but it is attended by a minimum of 50 to 60 colleges or oh, more. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's at a minimum, minimum, 50 or 60 colleges that are coming to the campus of St. Joe's that are spending their time at tables with collateral, with brochures, with informational packets exclusively to see kids. But now that in and of itself is phenomenal. So talk about how you guys got that idea, how you put it together and what it's done since you implemented that for the students. Yeah, so when we arrived, there was only one fair. It was a night fair, and we built on that and expanded it. I don't believe as many colleges had attended at the time. I could say it. There definitely was not that many colleges. <laughs> so we still have that, but now usually our night fair is about, I would say, 80 colleges. Yeah, we're That's close usually to 80. 80 colleges. Mm -hmm. All right, so I was wrong. I said a minimum of 60. So. Yeah, so it's great, and they come from locally. They come from across the country. We have schools coming from all over the place, so that's really great. And then we implemented a day fair, so that's for students only during right. the school day. So the night fair is welcome to the families to attend. Right. Exactly. The day fair, we even have about 60, 70 colleges come, and that's solely yeah. for the students to gather information, and we have that at a different time of the year. So we'll have that in the spring and the night fair in the fall, so the students get two different times to really gather information and learn about programs, any updates, changes to the colleges. So we've been really proud of that. On a business standpoint, right, I could say that we all know in the room why the colleges are coming, right? Because mm -hmm. C has a certain quality kid and a brand Absolutely. of the kid that, that all these schools want. So that we get, and they're happy to get their leads, right? Mm -hmm. But talk about what it does for the students inside, because again, they didn't have access to this until you guys came in and took the reins. Do you have an example of, say, someone who was a sophomore that then was a senior or a junior that then came to you and said, wow, I can't believe we didn't have this last year. Wow, meeting school X really changed my opinion. Because it had to be, it had to do great things for a lot of these kids. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, I mean, listen, we didn't invent the college fair. Let's just say that. But. I was trying to give you credit for that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we, because again, we've been on the other side, that was us. We were the ones going to the fair as the college rep. So we saw like what worked, what didn't work. And we made some tweaks and changes, and we made it a larger event than normal. We never turned any schools away. We welcomed them. Again, we're trying to find a niche for everybody, so right. a school for everybody to, to make sure that our kids have very high acceptance rates and a high percentage of them do attend four-year college after. So, I mean, I think the kids appreciate, again, the two opportunities as well to attend throughout the year. So right. they'll always come back and be like, oh, thank you. You know, I was able to talk to these amount of colleges. Um, and something else we would, we've been doing also is called Strive Scan. So when we do that, the kids just scan a barcode and okay. the colleges all get their information so they don't have to sit there and fill out That's the cool. inquiry cards. Yeah, so it just speeds the process up. Much easier. Part of the college program, too, is 
prepping the kids to know what questions to ask, right. what to mm-hmm. look for in a college, really hit the, the mark on Everybody what they need to, to know. Everybody wants to go to Miami, right? Everybody's, oh, I'll go to Miami. That's the hot yes, spot yes, now, yes, yeah. yeah. We definitely see trends from year right. to year, mm-hmm. and definitely Florida schools <laughs> spiked yes. in the last right. like yeah. year or two. But we do get really great feedback from the college representatives yes. saying that our students come mm-hmm. in and they know what questions they ask to ask. They're very confident. They sit there and really have wonderful conversations with them. So we are very proud of that because we we definitely see a difference year to year when they do attend the fairs, how much they mature, how they listen. And they take it a little more seriously, right? Then they absolutely. realize like, all right, now I really got to focus. I really got to pay attention. Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. absolutely. But the colleges always mm-hmm. praise our students and always say they ask great questions. They were so polite. They were well-mannered mm-hmm. like they really enjoy meeting with our kids so that's like a testament to our students absolutely explain to me instant decision now is that something unique to see or is that something that a lot of high schools do or describe how you guys do it okay so it's not u- unique to see i think what's unique to us is how we do it okay because when we first started again we were admissions counselors ourselves so we've participated in these things called instant decision days so there's questions what is this We basically have the colleges come in, they meet with our kids, and they give them an admissions decision right on the spot. Which is cool. That's why I didn't know if it was something only C did. No, we what we do that is unique is we started doing it Mm -hmm. and we had one school come one day, one school come another day, and it was just becoming this like consuming monster in the room. And we're like, we see the benefits of it, but we don't want it to take up so much of the kids' time, our time. So what we did is we called them the super instant decision days. So now we have, what, eight schools come Mm -hmm. on one day. So it's like the kids can sit down, they can, as they want, or as little as they want, and they can literally sit down with eight different colleges one day and come home with eight acceptance Mm -hmm. letters. That's really cool. It's really exciting. The students love it. As soon as we, our first year, we implemented it into our program. Yeah, really cool. Since then. And another bonus about that too is that when the colleges participate, these are colleges that we have like good working relationship with. They waive the application fees for our kids. Wow. So it's a free it's five, day. five, six hundred bucks, right? Yeah, was that? absolutely. I don't remember what it was when we did it, but it wasn't They're cheap. They're like $75 a piece now. Oh, I thought the they school. were more they than that. All right, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 50, know, like, like 50 to 75, yeah. depending on the Not school. terrible. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the back end and the big event stuff. Now let's talk about how the other processes and programs at C all kind of work together to get these kids over the finish line into college. So talk about, we had Dr. G here. We were lucky we had her here. And she was talking all about the Institute for Scientific Research mm-hmm. um, and these other specialized programs. So talk about how those programs play into the overall application for one of these kids or students when they're applying to colleges and what that's doing for them as far as separating them from the pack. As you mentioned, Dr. G is here. I think what helps set our kids apart is, first of all, the rigor of the curriculum. Mm-hmm. We offer now several AP courses. Now we're going to pre-AP courses, which our curriculum will be. We have a ton of college dual enrollment credits. When a college admissions advisor looks at their transcripts, they see, okay, the school's no joke. Right. They're not taking filler classes. Let's just say that they're taking really classes dedicated to their academics. So I think they very much appreciate that. Also, other schools do that as well, but I think also what helps set us apart is are those internship opportunities. Like, you have Dr. G's scientific research program. Right. The kids are getting published in scientific journals. Yeah, which is cool. She was telling us about that. It's wild. Yeah, like, kids, students in high school, excuse me, college don't get those opportunities necessarily. So at the high school level to be able to do that, our Bloomberg program. The finance lab. I had actually an alumni who was one of my favorite students. She's in the finance world now. She came Mm -hmm. up to me. I saw her at like a mutual friend's, I think it was like a party or whatever. She came up to me and she was like, 
I just want to tell you something. She's, I am blown away by that Bloomberg program. She's, I work in finance. I forgot the company she worked for. And she's, we only get that after a certain point in our career. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. She's, we don't just get to just work on that. She's like, the fact that they have so many and the students are able to access that, she's, that is like a game changer. Yes. She was super, super impressed. Yeah, it's, very, it's, a, it's a very cool thing. And now talk a little bit about college credits. So I know that's a gray area because it's not exactly your specialty and I get it. But what is the maximum number of credits kids can get now? Is it 60, 62? 60, about 60, 60 credits, credits, yeah. So that means anybody in St. Joe's, as long as they sign the paper that says they want to opt into the, the class and they qualify, can get well, up to 60 college credits. The, the maximum, I believe, is our honor. Yes, our honest students. Mm-hmm. And they're 60. Yes. Which is three years. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is... Wild. And we've had no, two years. I'm sorry, two years worth of college. Is it two? I'm sorry, yeah, you're yeah. right. Two years worth of college. But still, so you can graduate, say, and enter college as a junior. It's incredible. Our which students, is some of them have entered as juniors, others have entered as freshmen and just taken less courses and still they can graduated kind of after four years. What they want to do. Exactly. Which yeah. makes sense. Or added, maybe taken like a, a second major. So then they were able or to fill those you got classes. an athletic kid or athletic female who wants to do something and focus on the sport and not as much on books, that makes it, it definitely right. helps. They have a lot of different opportunities. And flexibility of mm-hmm. how they can apply those credits. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. And it, again, it depends on school the school that you're attending, but sometimes you could either use it as an elective if it's not going to be fit into the... It's not going to be the course that you took it as. It can be put as an elective. Maybe you'll just have a lighter course load. Right. Somebody that's like really science specific and mm-hmm. they have a lot of labs. So they have, instead of taking 15 credits, they'll be taking 12. So it lightens the load. Or we've had kids that went in as one major and changed their major and stayed at the same school. And, we're able to stay. Yeah. and instead of having to like start from scratch because of maybe the credits they're not applying, they're like, oh, I had the credits on St. Joe's. So I'm just like even now. So it, there's so many benefits and plus the cost. I was going to say, mom and dad, there are kids that are paying for it, but 90% of the time it's mom and dad putting the bill. So yeah. mom and dad saving mm-hmm. money, not having to pay for a full year of what you would know better than I do. What's a full year's worth of college now? Minimum. Uh, 40? 40? Yeah. I'm yeah. Saying, that's like 40. Minimum, base? yeah. Not yeah. a yeah. junior or a SUNY, yeah, private yeah. college. Yeah. The one you mentioned before, you is like in the 80 range now. Wow. 80,000, yeah. Because everybody wants to go, right? Yeah. Supply and demand. Why Easy. wouldn't you want right. to go? <laughs> <laughs> I might go down there myself. So you have the integrated college program that's a part of everything that the kids are doing at sea from day one. Talk a little bit about the stressful year, which I'm going to say is not senior year, right? It's junior year. Isn't junior year the stressful year or well, no? Correct me. I don't think me. any year is stressful after well, the program the we've implemented for, for the, the students. Student. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, so tell me. So in our in their junior year, junior and senior year when we came, I felt it was probably the most stressful for them because yeah. it was it's the research. Because that's the time, of the right? The colleges, mm-hmm. right? You're preparing. You're taking an SAT, which is a standardized test, an entrance exam. But we have the students in junior year take a semester long college advisement course. Okay. Every student is enrolled in the course in the first semester or the second semester, and that course lays the foundation for everything they need for senior year. We research colleges with them. We research careers with them. We st- embedded in the curriculum, right? Just so we're clear, everyone curriculum. watching and listening yes. understands that this yes. is not a this is not a at lunch go visit you. No. This is embedded in their curriculum. This is okay. a course that every student it takes, and they in the classroom with the junior counselor will research colleges, careers, majors. They will start an application. They'll create the application, fill it out with the Just counselor. Learning how to do that is difficult, right? I remember yes. we did it. it was, no one taught us how to do it. We kind of like no, flew by the seat of our pants. We still yeah. did it on paper and pencil. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> we're old. We are. We could say that. We are old. 
but everything, they do everything with them. They go over scholarships, the financial aid process, interview preparation, they create a resume, they do the college essay introduction in the course. So everything that's needed for senior year is done by the time they finish their junior year. And I'm glad you said that because you, you sparked something in my mind. So that's getting the kids prepped, right? Mm -hmm. But what about mom and dad? I know you guys have something every year for parents or guardians to attend, and now it's optional, but you're also cluing them in on what's going on and what they should be doing. So talk about sort of those events and what they look like and what they're for. So actually just last night, mm -hmm. we had our senior parent night and our junior parent night okay. that we're running at the same time in right. different locations. Mm -hmm. So basically we just give them an overview of the year. So we, at our night, we spoke about the college application process, deadlines, what to abide by. And then we also had a guest speaker from Wagner College who's actually cool. also a CLM. Yes. Who? Jim Plunkett. He's class I of, I think he said 86, but I have to okay. confirm that with him. He is the assistant vice president of enrollment at Wagner. Very cool. So he came, volunteered very nice, mm -hmm. gave a great presentation on the FAFSA form. So there was like a lot of changes this year to it. So he felt I thought they got rid of that. I remember that. That's no. still a thing? Yeah. Why don't we revolutionize that? Why don't they you should. Do with that? They should. But they're making some changes this year, so it was really important. We felt that he was there to. Yeah, and I just I wanted to point that out because again, it's we're giving parents and students every opportunity available to ensure their success. Mm -hmm. So it's not like when we went, where it was like I would go home and be like, yeah, I think I got to apply to college or something, and my father would be like, oh yeah, okay, write me a check. Write me a check. <laughs> In other words, now you're they're actually. You're engaging the parents so the parents know what's going on. The students, it's actually embedded in their curriculum to prepare them for the next steps. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a huge change just in the way day-to-day -day business is done, by the way things are going at St. Joe's. So it's interesting you said the word scholarship, Lauren, because I know that this year at C has been a banner year. I think it's a record-breaking year, if I'm not mistaken, as far as the amount of college scholarship money that the class garnered. So talk a little bit about that and what were those numbers? Yes, it is a record-breaking year. The class of 2023 earned $89 million in college scholarship money. That's wild. Yes. That's an amazing thing. Just to even say that out loud. Amazing, yeah. Yes. And just to be clear, mm -hmm. that is not athletic money. That is not financial aid. That is pure academic money that our students earn for their grades. Mm -hmm. That's wild. And in addition to earning all of that money, talk about some of the hallmark schools that they've been accepted to, colleges and universities across the country. We've had recent acceptances to University of Notre Dame, Cornell, Columbia, Villanova, yes. mm -hmm. uh, University of Miami. Big names. So we yes. had we had two that are actually going to be attending Notre Dame. We had Miss Christina Mulia here mm -hmm. as one of our mm -hmm. highlights for our students. And we also had Matthew Sacasta, who were both here on the show, and they were great. And they're looking forward to it right now. It's September, so they're probably already in and done. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're very excited about it. To be clear, because you did make a point to say non-athletic, and $89 million is a huge number. I think the per capita was 230,000 a student because roughly how many graduates were there in the class this year? 317. 230,000 a kid. And again, not that they're going to use it because we, we don't want to sound like we're just right. throwing numbers around exactly. here. Exactly. We're aware that they're not using all of that money, but the point is it's an option for them. Right. And they did receive it. Right. Yes, they right. did. Right. Earned they earned those it. Those scholarships. Exactly. And it's something that makes the kids proud. I know when we mm -hmm. print that scholarship booklet and the parents are looking at it, every, it's something that I don't know if other high schools do it, because again, I don't have an affiliation with any other high school, so what they're right. doing, I'm not sure of. Mm -hmm. But I know at least at C, when people see it, and even the students, when they see it, it's something that if it's printed, it's, they hold on to it and they say, wow, mm -hmm. I did something. Yeah, I remember, it's definitely a huge accomplishment for mm -hmm. them. I had a washing machine box. In my father kept all those things. Like That's what I had. Yeah. And then finally I threw them all away. But that's what I had. We didn't have a scholarship booklet. We just had a letter that said, your kid did all right. Yeah, right. have this. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? That's what we had. But no. how does it make you feel when they publish that scholarship book every year that, that says those huge numbers on the back? We get, we are so excited for the students mm -hmm. because again, and just to put this out there, we know that they don't use all of that money. Mm -hmm. Of course. Because that's a little, sometimes a little bit of a misconception. We're aware of that. Mm -hmm. But our point is the option is there for them. Right. Right. They, they have options. They've earned that money. And just, I want to make it clear too, that is not athletic money. Mm -hmm. That is not financially. That is pure academic right. money that Which they is were amazing. given. Yes. Right. So that is not a loan. They don't have to pay that back. That is money that they earned based on their grades. And I think it's, again, a testament to show how hard our kids work mm -hmm. because that, that's, I feel like, see, so hard. It's so hard. Look at the fruits of your labor, basically. Right. The results. Yeah. But that is, and that is a good point to make that everyone's aware that everybody's using it, right? Because you're throwing around numbers like $83 million. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you know, if I got $100,000 to three different schools, but I'm not going to go to all three schools, of but course. it's just the yeah. aggregate. Yeah. And that's, Absolutely. but that's an important number to, but still, to say. You have a choice now. You can pick and choose what you right. want to do. Exactly. exactly. You're not like, oh, this is the only school I got money right. to. So I got to go there because right. my, my parents aren't going to be able to pay for anything else, you right. know? And talk about some of the banner all-star colleges and universities. Like what were the big ones this year? What were the highlights that some of the graduates got into? We actually so had many, yes. such a good year. We had three Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. No, four, three or four. Four, four accepted, three yes. attended. Mm -hmm. I know you had two definitely because we had Christina Mulia here oh, and we same. also had Matt Acosta here. So yes. those two are going. Mm -hmm. yes. So we had both of them interviewed on the show. So that was super, super mm -hmm. exciting for us. We had all of our, uh, is always big for us. Mm -hmm. Binghamton, Maryland. Maryland. I'm trying to think of USC, all the big names, yeah. but all the big names. The kids UConn. are going to all. Yes. UConn. Kids are, so they're going to all the best colleges in the nation. And then bring this full circle before I ask you guys if you have anything else you want to add. Talk about what happens when the kids come back, right? Because I know there's always those days or times or like you said, at a party or at an event, some, somehow, some way, you touch the lives of these students. You're going to see them again. What do they say to you either while they're in college and they see you or when they've graduated they're in their career? What do they say to you guys about their experience at St. Joe's? Oh, they love it. They're always excited to come back. I'm yeah. always so surprised how many actually do return on those <laughs> You're alumni like, days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I will say this. Two of the biggest things that they always say mm -hmm. that I don't know if you agree with me, we miss it here so much. Yes. And college is so easy. Yes. Right. College is so easy. They're like, wow. It's like a joke. They, like, they all feel the that see this school has prepared them so academically that college is a breeze. Even the more academic, higher-end yeah. schools, they're like, yeah, I actually, one of the kids came back and he's like, yeah, I actually took an extra class because... I just wanted to. I just wanted to. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. That's awesome. Says no one ever. <laughs> right. In real life, that never but happens. But he's like, yeah, no, I was really doing well in my class. I just added another one. Okay, cool. Good to know. Nice. Any experiences on your end that you've seen or heard kids come back or students come back and say something that stuck out in your mind about how she prepared them? Nothing specific, but it's really just the same experiences. Yeah. They're always like knocking on the door. Are you there, Mrs. Prince yeah, yeah. Mrs. Pedrozelli? We want to yeah. talk to you. And then they tell us about their college experience. It's always coming to visit when they're on a break, which right. is great because you could be home after being a semester at school yes. and right. you're coming and taking your time to visit C. So I think that says a lot. Absolutely. I feel like on Thanksgiving break, how many kids mm -hmm. do we have showing up? Yes. It's like they they're filling the hallways. So they all that's, want to see. That makes us feel good yeah. too. I know they're not only coming back to see us, they're coming back mm -hmm. to you see everyone. You could say that yeah. It's fine, take credit for it. No, they're only they, coming they, to see you. <laughs> but they, they want to come yes. back. Like right. they want to see their see teachers. The teachers. They want the to teams. see, yeah, absolutely. They look. They really look forward to it. Mm -hmm. So that's, again, a testament to 
our school. And something not really in in your lane, but something I'm just going to ask you because it's something that recent that happened, and we've asked this on every episode. So always upgrading, always making things better, always engineering an environment for success. This is what C is built upon, right? You came back in, it's September, whatever it is today, over the summer, more renovations. So just talk mm-hmm. about a little, and I don't want to talk about how beautiful it looks, but talk about how it seems that no matter what the need is, it's always met and how the the environment is conducive for these kids to do anything they can because of the leadership uh, of Father Riley and the faculty and everybody over there. Oh, absolutely. There's so many examples. Even just for us, we researched this new innovative college and career readiness platform that we introduced to the parents and the students this week. We went to Father and asked him about it, showed him our research, said this was going to be beneficial to the students, and there was no question. So tell us about the new system. So it's called School Links. It's going to be replacing Naviance. It's a college and career readiness platform that the students are going to use to research their colleges, careers, majors, scholarships. Very cool. It's a great website. We're so excited for the students to start using it this year and get the ground running on it. And now is that something exclusive to see? Or is that something that other high schools are using? Or are we not sure? We it's okay are, to not be sure. I believe, the only school on the island that is using mm-hmm. it. So cool. it's not exclusive to us across the right. country, but oh, we're not. the only school on Staten Island that's using it. Another first for C. Yes. Thanks. Father Riley. Yeah. the first. Listen, anytime I've been there, this is my 13th, mm-hmm. our 13th year. Yeah. Just from me observing how things work, anytime I've seen Father in terms of something that would be better for the school, mm-hmm. he acts so quickly and he just puts it into play. Mm-hmm. Like he sees a need and he's like, do it. Let's yep. go. He doesn't want to delay. We are having great enrollment numbers, which is something to be super proud of. And it's getting a little tight physically. Right. The, the hallways are mm-hmm. tight. The cafeteria was tight. The classrooms built two brand new classrooms. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Atrium outside to eat lunch. Yes. He's expanding the cafeteria. We already have such a beautiful mm-hmm. facility. And all over the summer, right? It always gets done yes. over the summer. That's what I'm saying. The Bloomberg, I don't even want to classroom. Yeah. He built that in what, three weeks? And last year was WSJS. That was built in like a month. Wild. Even the need for parking. The yes. parking lot right. in the front is beautiful. Right. Good point. Good point. Yeah. It was great. And but that I was feel done like over the summer. he does that and he still maintains the lowest tuition out there. Right. So, which is interesting. The money's there for the development, let's just say. So, it's he makes sure that money's going back into our school. Exactly to benefit the students. So, before we close, is there anything that you think would be beneficial for either? Students who may be interested in St. Joe's, parents who are just watching or listening of students or of interested students should know about St. Joe's because you guys are both moms yourselves. So we could talk about. So what are some of the things or the the key takeaways that you would say to someone interested in St. Joe's that doesn't know much about them? Because like you just said, we are both moms. Mm -hmm. I have two kids. My son is 12, so he's starting the search now. Coolest kid in Staten Island, by the way. <laughs> he's going to be a Viking anyway. So there you go. Whatever. <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, I think that go into it with an open mind. I feel like there is a lot of chirping that goes on and people like to over-dramatize things at certain points. Go to the open houses and see it for yourself. Really experience it. And think about what would be the best spot for my child. Right. Like I said, go to the open houses, experience it, look around, see. And just I'm speaking about our school in general, but right. I just feel like there's so many different things that 
any kid could really be successful when you look around. But again, you have to find the right fit for your kid. Right. And that I do truly believe that. But I just feel like make your own decisions and don't listen to where all your friends are going, where all your friends <laughs> right. are going or what other people say or. Right. Oh, at 10 years ago, this things changed from year to year. So I think just really my best piece of advice is to go in with an open mind and, and make your decision for yourself. Good. What do you think? I love working there. So I think that's just a testament to when people ask me, how is it there? Right. If I love working there and I love going there every day, right. then I think that says a lot. And over the last 13 years, or starting my 13th year, we worked with so many students I've had no bad experiences. Everyone's been wonderful. I've gotten to watch the evolution of the school being built up and things changing. And I really think that it's a great place. I think Alexis had mentioned before, there's so many different things the students can get involved in. It's not just athletics. We have so many clubs, so many activities. And I think it's really a place that any student uh, with any interest can really find a home. Agreed. And I think it's funny you said the, the sports thing because we had Bruno on, right? Mm -hmm. Which Bruno was with us the AD, and he was going on and on about all of the championships and all of the banners that have been won within the last two years. And I said, it's funny because you never really hear about that. Like, it's always, mm -hmm. C is so difficult. C is right. academically excruciating. C. Well, that's why I said, I mentioned it before. Perfect, yeah. But the idea of that, it's like a perfect student, right? Mm -hmm. The full high school experience. We have well-rounded well student athletes who are winning mm -hmm. championships at high levels of sports and also getting college credits and utilizing programs mm -hmm. like you guys have put in place for them to go to best colleges and universities in the country. Our hallways are not empty when school ends. Right. It is filled. The kids don't want to go home. They want to stay. They want to be involved. It's really so great to see. Perfect. I want to thank you guys for being here. We want to encourage everybody who is watching or listening to subscribe to the podcast and like our channel on YouTube. Also go to josephc.org if you want any more information about Anything else going on at sea? And for now, I guess that's it. And we'll see you later. Thank I'm Anthony you. Rapp. See you later. See you later.